Welcome, valued listeners. Valued <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Don't ever go that far. You, you three there, um, <laughs> and and someone who works with me now. <laughs> you I mentioned. Uh, you I know. I mentioned it, and he was like, "Oh, I've listened to a couple of episodes." I was like, "Oh shit!" Let's <laughs> hope it was the good ones. <laughs> I listened to a couple, and, which uh, which it, was I take, one I maybe. Take, I take back that job <laughs> offer that we've given you. Please hand in your your gun and your badge. <laughs> um. So I'm Luke. This is the Blank String Podcast. The let's let, Tim. Let's say hello. So people know your voice. No. That's fine. No, and Matt. <laughs> to be fair, that is what you spend most of the time saying. So that's a pretty representative example yeah. of you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so, uh, previously on the Blank String Podcast, uh, we've been doing the, the MCU phase thingies, right? Oh, reviewing, yeah, reviewing the Marvels. I love it when, yeah, hopefully I, love it when you, I love it when I don't know what's going on. I'm as, I'm as surprised <laughs> as, the, as anyone listening. You love all of the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's. I love all of my time. So we've we've done phase one and phase two, but I just want to quickly redo Doctor uh, Strange. Hey, you said you were going to watch it again. <laughs> I'd, I've balls. watched most of it. I didn't end up getting to it all the way through. Well, that's like, not a good eh, sign. That's eh. not a good sign, is it? Mm. <laughs> uh, I think I gave it like a two last time mm. in terms of my votes. Saying it was better than Iron Man three, but not as good as uh, the others. So, <laughs> uh, here we go. So, uh, and and Matt complained that I didn't give it a proper synopsis. So I'll I'll redo that, and then we'll get onto phase three. So the synopsis is you're not changing your score, but not yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Doctor Strange, he is a surgeon, like a, a world-leading surgeon. He then uh, just is a massive, arrogant prick. So this is why I think I didn't like him, because he's just like Tony Stark so far. Like, like Tony <laughs> he's Stark extremely Stark rich. Stark. Yeah, and he's driving in this like sports car, and he's looking at his phone whilst he's driving, and you're like, oh, fucking hell, I know what's going to happen. This is stupid. They tell you about this. Thought you were a really clever guy. No, you're not. Apparently, you're stupid. <laughs> and then he crashes, um, and then when he wakes up, he finds that his hands have been destroyed in the accident, so he can't be a surgeon anymore. Um, then some rando dude who was a, uh, became a paraplegic, and Doctor Strange himself said no one can save him, uh, was magically saved, so literally magically saved. And so he went over to that guy and was like, how did you do it? I've done 10,000 surgeries on my hands, and sometimes I forget and they don't shake, but most of the time they do shake. Um, and then he's like, go find, go to Kathmandu. So he goes to Kathmandu, uh, and he meets, uh, the, the, the ancient one, the, the mass, the old, the old, I can't remember her name. Some old person. The yeah, Sorcerer like, Supreme. Sorcerer Supreme. Is that actually it? I think uh, so. Why does that uh, sound more? Probably. Does that sound more stupid than the joke suggestions? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I'm then to Google it. Uh, I'm he to Google it and can't spell. My skull's gonna slip in a minute. I'm trying to Google it, but I can't then spell he learns. Sorcerer. He learns magic. Um, magic. Yep. We I watched this for a long time. It's a lot of the movie that we watch him 
learn magic. Like a really long time. To be fair, I think this. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. <laughs> Skip this bit. Um, <laughs> it's like it's the longest, most boring things. montage. The only good part is that he like gets um, Wong, who's like a, a librarian, into um, is it Mariah Carey? There are some wonder. <laughs> Beyonce, that's it, because the joke is that Wong's only got one name, just like Beyonce, and then it, and then later on you see him listening to music, and then he grabs the time stone, does some magic, but does not at all mention that it's the time stone. He just is like, oh yeah, this I need this stone, and he does some magic with it, um, and then this evil dark dude tries to destroy the world, and at the very last minute he's like, I'm gonna do some time travel, and that's it. End end scene. <laughs> uh, it. I thought it was really boring. Um, there wasn't really that much action. There was a lot of talk about magic, and it really wasn't very interesting. I feel like <laughs> I can't remember what I put my score is, but whatever it is, take a point off it. <laughs> I'm starting to remember more of this now, and I think I agree with you that. Most of it, I was kind of like, oh, this is actually really cool, and it's setting it up, and it's a bit of a premise. Mm. Um, and I, well, I had hope that that was going to happen, but actually, I think enduring would be the right phrase. <laughs> it goes on a long it. a long time. That's the problem I have with it. The main problem, in fact, with most of the movies, but this one in particular, it's a lot. It just They just talk a lot. There's, very, there's not, not actually that. Uh, that much action. Then, he suddenly goes angle. to... New York, and then the cape, like, chooses him, much like the carpet in Aladdin, as we said last time, chooses Aladdin. Oh, yeah. Yes. And that was hilarious. That was the best bit. And the cape's all like, he's like, I'm gonna grab that axe, and the cape's like, no, go grab that thing. I'm gonna grab the axe. No, grab that thing. And then he grabs the thing, which turns out to be, like, this lock that locks the bad guy into <laughs> it's a really weird, kinky thing. I didn't really quite understand what's going on with that. Um, but that that um, magic carpet cape thing was quite funny, but it only gets like one scene. So if they had just put more of that cape in, I probably would have given it a really high score. <laughs> the non-speaking role character. There's a lot of CGI in it, and the effects are pretty dope. Yeah, I think see, that's what Matt said last that time. That's what they said. I, those are, yeah. that was I was nice. very impressed with those magical effects. Exactly. So shut up. Like when they go into the mirror world, or like they keep shifting stuff. That must have been quite a lot of quite difficult choreography. Because you can't see, like, they couldn't see that. They just had to keep, like, mm. waving their arms around and keep responding to each other. And that must have been really confusing. <laughs> so the people, I think that would have been difficult to act, but it would have been, like, ten times more difficult to, like, put together as an actual uh, special effects artist because you wouldn't have a clue. You couldn't plan it in advance what you were going to do. You just kind of have to wait till the actors do whatever and then respond to them. Like, you must have an idea, but there is very little. Yeah. So the CGI, yeah, was good. The rest of it was pretty pants. <laughs> but it's, it's an annoyingly extremely important because without him, there's no way that the rest of the movies could have actually either carried on or they there was no way they could have physically won. <laughs> um, in the in the very I think end. That's the other thing as well. Like he's been in a few other films, and maybe my score probably bundled in <laughs> all over cool shit he did in other films. Not just his film. <laughs> We're just shitting on Matt's hopes and dreams. Fine. <laughs> Fine. So, so yeah. I think 
I, I do wonder whether the comic is better. I just don't. I just don't think that. Yeah. Don't. Uh, I mean, I'm. I'm gonna say maybe three. It definitely wasn't as bad as I remembered. It's definitely better than I remembered it. But it still wasn't great. I think I'd normally go with like a five, but like all the CGI and other bits and bobs. And I do actually like him as a character. I'd probably bump it up to like a six. Mm. He just annoyed me. He was just very arrogant. And then once he gets like infinite crazy powers, he's still a little bit arrogant, but he's a nice guy. Jeez. <laughs> like, ah, right. You changing your score, Matt? Or are you keeping it oh. as a. I think you were like eight or something. Pretty high. Pretty high. I enjoyed it. I'm going to leave it like that because you've not changed my mind. That's fine. You're all wrong. Right. It's all good. That's so- <laughs> like fighting talk. <laughs> uh, so that was actually that was where we got to last time on Phase Three. That was the second oh movie God, of Phase yes. Three. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two is the next one. Uh, so I'm gonna have to Google this again. The trailer, me looking at trailers on YouTube was mm. the, the best way last week <clears> for me to understand and remember. Well, so I'll try my best to. This one's a very complicated movie because there's a lot of weird, like B stories going on all at the same time. So, uh, how many movies have we got to get through to finish the Marvel? This this Marvel. You know, uh, this one, two, three, four, five, six, loads. seven, eight, nine. I feel like we're nine more gonna, movies. I feel like we're not going to achieve this. Well, yeah, we are. We'll be fine. Uh, Guardians, Guardians Galaxy Volume Two. Uh, so the Star Lord uh, is now like a renowned hero across the whole galaxy. Oh yeah, it's the one with his dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. He uh, basically he. Um... Thanks, Will. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, sorry. His dad turns out to be like some sort of god-like thing, and wants him to take over. But it turns out that. The dad is just a bit of a dick and spreads his seed wherever he goes. <laughs> um, and and quite, uh, it was confusing whether it was a little literal seed or a, uh, <laughs> like a metaphor for whatever it was. <laughs> Basically, he goes from planet to planet, impregnates impregnates a woman, wants to uh, get someone else to basically be like him, so that he's got like a chum, um, and then. Uh, everyone gets pissed off of him with with the god guy, and they try to kill him. That's like the main story, but there's so many B stories in this thing that it was. I found it quite difficult to follow along. So like there was the um, uh, his like girlfriend girl, the green girl. She sort of uh, is having a bit of a B story with um, her sister, who uh, they like want to take the. Uh, she wants to be like evil. Empress of the world, universe sort of thing. So she's like fighting, fighting that thing. Um, there's the new character who's hilarious. She uh, is like um, an alien with like two little antennas, and she can like sense people's feelings, and she can make people feel certain ways. And um, oh, fucking hell, I've forgotten all their names now because they're really weird names, aren't they? Scrag, Scrawl, the guy, the really tough guy. They like fall in love, but he like says, "I could never love you." Yeah. You're just disgusting. You make me sick. <laughs> it's such a funny, weird story where you learn a bit more about him and his like daughter, and how she reminds him of her. And then uh, the raccoon, uh, he and the blue guy, <laughs> they kind of have like a weird friendship thing where you kind of learn a bit more about the backstory as to why Star Lord was like picked up as a kid and uh, 
that sort of things going on there. And Groot uh, becomes a teenager, and he's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot. I really enjoyed the movie, but it was just so much going on. It just I got very confused very quickly as to who was where and what they were doing. I needed like three back movies to understand. Like it would have been great if they had split it up into like three different movies. <laughs> I could have enjoyed the backstories for each bit in in just focus. <laughs> yeah, I do remember them doing trying to do a bit too much. I was just watching the trailers again and trying to remember. <laughs> I think I quite like this one still. Hmm. I think I've liked all of the Guardians a lot. Yeah, I thought it was good. I'd give it probably a six. I quite enjoyed it. Uh, it was very. It was lots of funny jokes. Um. Yeah, still quite funny. It just it was a shame that it was too complicated. <laughs> I go with six as well. Done. Uh, how are we all unanimous? <laughs> that means it's the worst one, probably. <laughs> if all three. Okay, of us next like one it, is. Yeah, <laughs> the next one is Spider-Man: Homecoming. Uh, so this is actually the first Spider-Man movie. Um, oddly named. Yeah. So what's well, it's named because of the homecoming dance, which the movie oh, yeah. builds up to for literally no reason. Um, <laughs> I really like this because I feel like I'd give this an eight just off the bat because I like the character, I like the actor, but what I really liked about it is for the is again like one of those like refresher. Like mid course stuff that I kept on talking about, that's still not worked out the word for. Where it actually felt like all the other stuff that the superhero movies, they always get bigger and 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 bigger, and there's bigger, 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 bigger enemies, right? What I liked about this is it brought you back down to earth, literally, and and made you feel like, oh shit, he he is Spider Man, he can kick some ass, but he's not really learned how to do it yet. He could just get shot in the head. Yeah, he could. He felt vulnerable. And that felt like a, a big fucking refresher for like so long. So many of the other ones were very much like, yeah, but he's going to be fine, isn't he? But a lot of the times, like when in the car and that kind of shit, it felt, it actually felt like shit could go down. Hmm. Do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember it? Because I kept telling the synopsis. Synopsis? I don't remember it that well now. Oh, no. <laughs> Unsurprisingly. Well, so at the end of one. Uh, was this? Uh, no, I think I might be getting this one wrong. I'd need to go check it. Uh, I actually can't remember what happened in this one. I do remember enjoying it though. There's that guy who's like stealing the weapon because he got his like he was he worked in as like a construction person and then all the oh, people so it got is that one because the I was thinking because yeah. of the I don't know the city. Oh no! It was, it's, uh, what was it's, it? Shield wasn't no, it? Shield like took over there. But it's it's Shield, but not Shield. It's actually it turns out that it's actually um, Hydra. Uh, but we think it's Shield right now. Yeah. Apparently, I still think it's Shield because I don't remember that. <laughs> well, they do say they're Shield, but we know that it's Hydra. Actually, this even looks even better than what I thought. And go for a nine. As you say, the, <laughs> you, the bad guys going. The aliens from whichever movie it was, all their technologies like landed on Earth. And oh, yeah, yeah, that was a really good bit. I liked that. Kind of <laughs> I thought that was quite clever. At the beginning, there's like this guy's like, "Hey, my kid did a drawing of an alien," <laughs> and and everyone's like, "Oh, that's cute." When I was a kid, it was just cowboys and Indians. I was like, hmm, "I don't, I don't think Indians is the PC term," but yeah, 
We get the joke. <laughs> and then the... Those kids didn't draw like fun aliens; they drew real ones. And there's like the there's like the <laughs> twist where the the guy who's the bad guy who's trying to get this weapon turns out to be like the dad of the the girl he's trying to date. Right? That's the thing. That's what I mean. I like how it doubles down yeah. on it. But then uh, in this one, Tony Stark is like keeps sort of. Does he keep showing up? He shows up at least once when Spider-Man tries to like save everyone on a boat. And he's like, if you're going to fuck up, kid, don't do it again. I'll take the Spider-Man away from you. And he's like, no, you can't do that. He's trying to like be a mentor. Because type. I was fine without you anyway. He's trying to be a kind of mentor type <laughs> guy, I guess. Yeah, and Spider-Man overrides like the suit that he got given so that he could like learn how to do like magical powers with it. <laughs> sure. <yeah. laughs> and that was quite a fun scene uh, where he's like, uh, the suit's like trying to make him kill people, and was like, "No, not lethal! Stop it!" And the suit keeps like making him like do stuff. Uh, so that was quite funny. It was quite a lot of good stuff, and I think you're right, Tim. It was refreshing after like, I think this and like after the Civil War, which was like a big epic thing. It was quite nice just to have like this thing where you like, he just wants to go to the dance. <laughs> Cut this guy some slack. <laughs> I think the biggest kind of like my like favorite movie types are always like the. And- I think me and Luke, when we started knowing each other, I remember a phrase that we said about The Walking Dead. And it was just something like, do you watch Walking Dead? Yeah, why do you watch Walking Dead? But yeah, why do we watch Walking Dead? Because <laughs> it just got worse and worse and worse. But anyway, I like seeing the aftermath of things and how like humanity survives mm. of it. Like zombie films, I don't <clears throat> like them because of all the gore and stuff. I like like the interesting bits of like we set up tripwires that drop fucking... I don't know, a piano on all the zombies' heads and shit like that. And it's the same with this. You know, having all that other stuff and it'd be just like that backstory that never gets that much attention. Big fan. And yeah. the rest of it was great. So a 10. And, and the, I think the thing that will bump this up from a 7 to an 8 is that the teacher in it looked like Matt. And I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> so just because Matt was in this oh, movie... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so if anyone was wondering, it's not that what, one is it? Matt, look, yeah, he's in both of these movies. So Matt's been in two movies that I know of, <laughs> because they're on a boat. Uh, no, they're on a, a bus in London, and the teacher like steps out the bus and is like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and you know I think that might have been the second one, but I just remember like that scene of being like, "Oh my god, Matt, you just killed it!" <laughs> I saw on um, on Reddit on movie details they were. Of the week, probably. There's, do you know, he tries to take all the pictures with his camera and he drops his camera in the water. <laughs> yeah, in Venice, in yeah. Venice or something. <laughs> They're all actually at the end of the film. Yes. I, all yeah, the different I heard bits. about that. There's all the different slides. I think it might have been Matt that told us about that. That was it. I Definitely sounds that. like it. He was like, oh, well, I only got one scene in the whole movie. <laughs> Jeez, guys. <laughs> Didn't even appreciate the joke that I landed in that movie. <laughs> Yeah, I'd give it a seven, eight. Mm, yeah, probably, probably a seven, just because I think there were other ones which were better, but I still really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'd Go give on, it man. an eight. I really liked it. Like you say, I think the, it was almost like the the like big ones where they're bringing all the people together get too tied up in all the shit that they're trying to do. Mm. So when they go back and do a simple one where it's just like it's just Spider Man mostly, you're kind of like. Oh, this is fun again, yeah. and it helps that the like the actors, yeah, the well, actors are good. And it's the a pretty, fun. pretty epic battle. In I think I was actually quite tense when so so he's fighting the the bad guy ends up making like a falcon suit thing, and and he's like 
flying 50,000 feet in the air or whatever, and you're like, Spider-Man can't fly. <laughs> he actually can't survive this. <laughs> Hold on, Spider-Man! <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, I yeah, agree with it. With it felt like the indie, like the, the, I don't know, top hit indie game that came out that's like five ninety nine. Not to devalue monetarily, um, <laughs> versus years and years and years of AAA games that are taking five, ten years to develop. Mm. It felt like that to me. Uh, okay, so the next one, I think you guys really like this one. Ragnarok's at mm. Thor Ragnarok. I can't actually remember exactly what happened. Takawititi is, um, what's his name? It's a very short name. What? <laughs> What's the rock person called? Oh, this one, Thor Ragnarok is hilarious. Yes, you're right. I remember now. It uh, does it say that again? The rock. The rock was in this. I don't think the rock was in this. No, no. As in, is is a rock character? Oh, right. Yeah, he's like got a South African Korg. accent, doesn't he? Um, For Korg. <laughs> he was pretty funny. Um, apparently, because uh, it's attacker. YCC is uh, from New Zealand. He said that's what the the bouncers sound like. From oh, is that a New Zealand accent? Because yeah, they're meant to yeah. be like really kind of like big and strong, but quite like the axe makes them does that, and that's all you try to do. <laughs> so that I'm not going to butcher it, but yeah. So in this one, Loki still isn't dead. I don't think I was surprised. I don't think anyone was surprised by that Loki wasn't dead. <laughs> um, the the god of mischief. Um. But it was kind of like, oh, God, stop flogging that horse. Um, <laughs> either kill him or just stop pretending to kill him. I don't mind which you do. Uh, is so the one where he pretends to be Odin? Yes, he does, and that is a very funny scene. So he's like, That's he sat there. Ten on his own. <laughs> and uh, there he's, as Odin, pretending to be Odin, watching a play, um, and Loki uh, in the play of the last movie, essentially, he's at the end of it, saves the day. Because he like sacrifices himself, and then he starts like going, oh, "I love this bit. This is the best bit. That guy's great. I love Loki." <laughs> and yet he's like really hamming it up. And yet when you're watching it, it's just very funny. Uh, I like the bit that the memes <laughs> made off, where he's kind of like he's drinking the wine stuff, and then um, Thor comes up, and he's kind of like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then that bit's fucking brilliant. Uh, is Matt still there? Is he gone? I think he's gone. I okay. not be doing his bullshit again. Okay. <laughs> I was just I was turn my mic off to move rooms. Oh, okay. Is it a better room? The last one looked alright. Has this one got a, a chaise long? <laughs> five five star hotel. <laughs> I'm just moving rooms, houses, family. Just <laughs> Um So uh Thor shows up to um Asgard, and then is Odin dead at the beginning or does he die very soon? I can't remember which. But basically, yeah, they, him and Loki show up to Odin on Earth. Dead, which is no, he's on, he's on Earth, right? And then they show up at Earth and he's like, I'm going to turn into dust now. And then the um, spider goddess who's the goddess of death, I've forgotten which goddess she actually is. Um, she comes along and just pretty much destroys everything. Was like, you guys didn't know about me and Dad. And Hella, Hella, H E L 
I <laughs> killed it. Heim, Heim, Heimdall. I did. I can't remember actually. Hell, you're right. It is it says Hella, but <laughs> it says Hella, but you're gonna disagree. No, no, we'll, we'll go with Hella, but that sounds wrong for some reason. But I think you're right. Because I always felt like it was something more like Helna, like it had an. Let's go with Helen. But makes it. Yeah, I can pronounce that and get that right. It's definitely Helen. <laughs> it's not a real name. It's one hundred percent Helen. Helen, Helen of Asgard. Um... <laughs> Matt did almost like a push up of glasses moment then, and he was like, "Actually, yeah, I think you'll find." I spent most. I spent most of these podcasts just not. Not correcting you. Was that Gwyneth Paltrow who listening played to her. Luke do a synopsis of Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> without knowing any of the characters? No, Kate Blanchett. <laughs> Just sat oh, there yeah. like. Okay. They all have weird names. <laughs> they do. To be oh, to be fair, they all Jeez. have very confusing and forgettable names. Other than Rocket, I can remember Rocket because of the salad food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But, uh, right, so she's there, she pretty much fucks everything up and says, right, fuck it, you guys teleport your way now, and then they just go to, uh, or do they escape, I can't quite remember exactly how they get to, um, where the Grandmaster lives, and he is in a- Oh my god, it's got him in it as well. Yeah, yeah Gold, what's his name, Gold, uh- Jeff Goldblum. Mm, yeah. So the they... world according to Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> if you've not watched it in Disney, is fucking amazing. I haven't. I do keep meaning so to see that. Is yeah, he's actually fucking mental. Like the actual <laughs> subjects are quite interesting. They don't really go into it that much, but just because he finds everything so curious, it's just it's so good. Hmm. Anyway, yeah, an eleven then, because you guys looked at uh, quite a lot. But yeah, so they get to this place. It turns out that um, the Hulk is there. Uh, in like the gladiator arena, and the Hulk and Thor have a fight. Did Thor actually win? I think he went to win, but then they went and cheated. <laughs> so he was going to win, but then they cheated. Um, I forgot about this bit as well. The Thor's, girl- <laughs> Thor's girlfriend is um, a Valkyrie. She's the last surviving of the Valkyrie. Uh, and the three of them basically plot to escape and. I guess they take Loki with them. I can't quite remember how, actually how Loki gets back. Yeah, they they take him because Loki's like, there, and Loki's pretending to be like a, a a rich sort of dude guy. Like it doesn't quite make sense exactly how he did it, but he is. He be, well, he, he basically um, turned up then there, they... and then like he used his his smarts and his wiles to like get in with the rich people, which is basically what he always does because yeah. he is the the trickster person, right? And then yeah. they uh, and it's very it's very funny. Um, and it's quite good. And they take him home as a prisoner. <clears throat> yeah, so they get back to Asgard, and then they go off and fight Hela. And um, uh, and and at some point, I can't remember exactly when, but it was one of my favorite quotes. And I think it was this movie. And they were like, or they might have kept saying it again and again in several movies, but they were like, "We've got a crazy evil monster thing," and but we've got a Hulk. <laughs> and then the Hulk just absolutely. Uh, Tears this monster to shreds, and it was quite an awesome CGI battle. Um, I mean, this is like the uh, the Hulk in this movie is like the best the Hulk is, is, has been. Yeah, because everyone really likes the Hulk, but um, what's his name? Bruce. Bruce is it Bruce oh, Banner? Bruce. Yeah, he's not really. He's a good actor, but he's like just a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> 
just really like it's good. It's funny. Um, yeah, and and then uh, yeah, they they defeat Hella at the end, and uh, the world goes back to being normal. Uh, the way that they defeat Hella is by summoning Ragnarok, right? I was going to say you say the world goes back to normal, but they basically they've destroyed the the the. What's it called? Their home place. Okay, yeah, fine. They destroy Asgard, oh, but we go Asgard. back to. I mean, our oh, Earth. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, the Marvel Earth is back to normal, and except for the fact that, um, is it called New Asgard, or do they call that in the next when they get to the in the movie? Yeah, that, I think they call it later in, a, in the in, next movie. That's yeah. in the Avengers ones. Whatever they're called. Yeah, but okay. yeah, so that's a little spoiler. <laughs> spoiler that we haven't yeah. yet spoiled. Uh, yeah. But yeah, basically, yeah, they all they all go to Earth. The end, <laughs> the end of fun times. Yeah, there's a shit for that, didn't they? Making him fat and the end of this film. The end of this one's important. Yes, because that's where they they all that get you actually and they set off. I didn't realize this until like it, you genuinely have later. to see the extra credits. Yeah, if you don't see the extra credits when you watch the next movie, you don't really understand why they're there. <laughs> this is probably the only one where if you don't watch the end credits. They kind of assume that you have when they start the next movie. Basically, everyone in Asgard, because as you said, their world or little bit of universe is destroyed, and then they're in a, a spaceship. So that every everyone who survived Asgard is in a spaceship, and then they kind of finish it there, like "Yay, we saved the day!" But if you watch the credits, then suddenly some bad guys show up, and you're like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> give these guys a break." Um, Thor also only has one eye now. I can't remember how he lost it. Hella probably took yeah. it. <laughs> oh yeah, was that at the beginning of the film? Yeah, it's not much into it, and he loses his eye, and he's like, "It's like looks like Odin essentially." Yeah, I I, I enjoyed it. Eight, I'd give it. You're giving it a fifteen, was it? <laughs> <laughs> I think come up to fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of good stuff in it. Uh, it's fucking amazing. I still preferred the first Guardians of the Galaxy to it. So, what about you, Matt? I yeah, this is this is the best one out of all of them, including the ones we've not, <laughs> including the ones we've not talked about yet. I already knew going in that this was yeah. be the best one. So I saved. <laughs> I, I I can't remember all the other scores I've given, but I'm not. I'm gonna stick within the one to ten range and say that this is just this is the best. So I'm gonna give it a ten. I can't remember. But I gave it the ones tens already. Probably not saving my ten. Oh, 15. That's interesting. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> This one now is Black Panther. Um, so in this movie, uh, the <laughs> I hated this movie f- for political reasons, not because the movie was actually bad. It was a good movie. It was just more that I watched it literally as all the uh, Black Lives Matter protests and all that stuff was like taking off, and then I'm watching this being like. Oh, <laughs> like this was made just before all that stuff was about to like this was 2018 when it came out so like two years later then massive protests and stuff and it's just sort of I'm like educating myself on all of it and watching this movie and being like I don't know if I agree with it anymore <laughs> with the movie um, yeah with the with the movie like so the uh, what was it 2000 years ago or something that some um uh what uh is it called Vibranium? Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Some oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, element hits in a meteorite hits the Earth in um, Wakanda, and it is such a useful and powerful material that the people of Wakanda um, 
work out how to like advance their civilization so much, like way beyond uh, what anyone's ever seen before on Earth, and definitely uh, most of the planets it would appear. Um, and instead of either sharing that technology with the rest of the world or taking over the rest of the world, they decide to uh, somehow disguise their whole city as a massive impenetrable jungle. They never ever interact with the rest of the world and they stay inside their bubble forever and ever and ever. Despite the fact that they are aware of the fact that their entire country around them is being destroyed by the white man and all that sort of stuff, which is what really annoyed me. They don't address that until... <laughs> so basically, his... Is it his brother? His, uh, our nephew or cousin or something like that. It must be his cousin, I guess. Um, so his uncle did leave and started... Um, the uh, um, black protest stuff back in the 70s or whatever. And so his cousin is the son of this guy who... I forgot what their official titles were, but it's based on like the uh, black people in, in America during the Vietnam War stuff, or just after that period. Uh, so there was a lot of political stuff there. Basically, he... Uh, it, his... He tells his son about uh, Wakanda, and um, he ends up becoming a uh, black ops person, and really enjoys. Seems to be like killing people and getting like super strong, basically, so that he can go to Wakanda and try and take the throne. Um, and eventually, he does get to Wakanda, challenges the king for the throne, and wins. And when he wins, he's like, well, I'm going to go liberate all the black people because you guys are massive dicks and you just left your, the, the rest of the country and the rest of the world to, like, completely... And I was like, oh, I was saying this at the beginning of the movie. Why did it take, the like, three quarters of the movie for this plot twist? <laughs> that was the thing that annoyed me. The rest of the, uh, the movie was very good, but the whole subcontext and because of what I was going through at the time really kind of annoyed me. Uh, but Black Panther himself, basically he eats a flower and gets like this crazy power. Uh, it turns out that panthers aren't real. I thought panthers were real. Panther either means like jaguar or um, leopard. Um, it's not, there isn't actually a, an animal that is a panther. But like some countries will have said panther, but they'll be referring to either a jaguar or a leopard. That's interesting. Yeah. I, presume that's I thought it was real, and then I was talking about it with Willow, and I was like, oh, let's go find a picture of one. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> they, apparently, it's um, a, a jaguar or a leopard that just happens to have uh, either very dark skin or its spots are very, very big, so it looks very, very black. Right. Um, it's always been like a mythical thing, natural panther as well, apparently, like used quite a lot in like myths and legends and stuff. Uh, but it's not actually, there isn't an animal. That is a panther. Did not know that. But isn't it a bit redundant then, having Black Panther? Well, because he's like mythical legend, like they they seem like that sort of thing. Mm. But I mean, isn't the definition of is that not just saying like black black? Oh right, sure. <laughs> <laughs> he's extra black, <laughs> extra black black. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but he is not only a, an amazing fighter. I think my favorite character in this movie was his sister who's, like, a really clever person. She, like, designs all this, like, crazy equipment. Um, and she's actually quite a funny... She's just a very funny person in the movie. Um, mm, she's lots yeah. of really good jokes. Um, yeah, she's class. Yeah. And the general, she was pretty cool as well. Um, like, just kicked ass. It was really good. 
Oh, the general person that's in uh, Walking Dead. Oh, is she in Walking Dead? I don't remember. I haven't watched that in a long time. <laughs> yeah. She she's the one, if everyone's ever seen in the promos and stuff, the one with the dreads and the sword, the two swords. Oh, that, sword is that her? All right. Yeah. Yeah, she was funny. She was good in that too. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> a lot of good stuff in this movie, just kind of annoying. And then uh, he ends up beating the, the guy, his his cousin at the end of the movie um, in, a, in an epic war. Uh, and then when he kills him, he's like, "Oh, I see that you're actually a good guy, and you're gonna make all the you're gonna make all the wrongs right." Ugh, and dies. But actually, what happens is nothing. <laughs> 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 nothing happens as a result of this. People still have uh, black oppression everywhere, and uh, literally, Wakanda, no one heard of it. <laughs> but then you've got all the super troops that you can get in the Avengers. That's basically what yeah, it felt like. Yeah. There was that kind of annoyed me that it was like he learns a life lesson and ends up not really doing anything with it. <laughs> uh, I'd probably give this a six, seven anyway. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it quite a lot. I just uh, personally went through some emotions whilst watching it. <laughs> if I'd have seen it a year before, I probably would have watched it and probably given a higher score just because I would have been like not aware. <laughs> Ignorant is bliss for this movie, perhaps. <laughs> I'd go like a an eight, maybe a nine. What a good acting. That's seven. I'm going to say seven. It was a good movie. I did enjoy it. I'm going to go nine. Yeah. I think I go like eight or nine. I don't know. Yeah, I, I remember really enjoying it. And again, it felt like one of those standalone ones. I know they've had, I know it is kind of linked in mm. with the other things, but it was kind of like a story where you didn't, it didn't yeah, have to. You could watch it on its own. Loads yeah. of other superheroes and stuff. And I think it was a, yeah, I think <clears> it was, I think it was good because it's kind of different from the other ones as well. Ma- Martin Freeman is in this though. Yeah. And so I w- I'm hoping that Martin Freeman and uh, Benedict Cumberbatch do make an appearance together and make some sort of joke or reference to Sherlock, because when I saw him, I was like, oh, wow, they got two very famous British people doing not the best American accents. Um, <laughs> it was a very small role. It wasn't very important. It really didn't make yeah. sense why he was even in it. Um, all right, next movie. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting onto the ones that you guys really, really love. I think as well. I don't There's know. I, I think. How many I think. I think it's peaked. We got one, two, three, four, five left. I think we'll get through them fairly quickish, though. Let's blast them. Mm. Uh, inf- that gives us two minutes. <laughs> a film, really. Avengers: Infinity War. Uh, right. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's average. Uh, it's part one of two movies, right? Mm-hmm. Uh. Or is, or is it part one or two movies, or am I making that up? I feel like it is. What happens in this one? Uh, uh, so it's like the um, where Thanos is collecting all the stones, and then at yeah. the end, by the end, at the very end of the film, he gets them all and snaps away half the people on the earth. That's basically the synopsis. Yes. No, that's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah, he he gets magic stones, makes a magic glove, clicks his fingers, and everyone dies. Uh, and uh, half the Avengers die. It turns out that every single movie up to this point is critical. There's no way you could watch this movie out of context. <laughs> you have to you have to watch every movie to watch this one and understand it, let alone enjoy it, which I did not. Um, <laughs> Thanos was quite good. I quite liked him. Uh, didn't really understand where he came from. He just sort of shows up in the movie and is like, oh yeah, I'm just trying to be a nice dick. And if you'd watched Ragnarok extra been- credit thing... Uh, that this is where he shows up, as, doesn't he? Uh, well, his lackey shows up to destroy the Asgardians. 
I think the first time he shows up in all of these films is the is the extra credits on the first Avengers film. Oh, does he actually show up in that? Yeah, I think he after the in the extra. He sat on the throne. He's like, he? yeah, he you go into like space. You know where Tony Stark like go flies through the the, the weird portal and he hangs out in space for a bit before falling back into Earth. The extra oh, yeah. credit scene is like in through that portal and someone's coming to Thanos and they're like, all your army's dead, bro. Sorry about that. <laughs> and he turns around and he's like, guess I'm going to have to kick some butt myself, dudes. And then he jumps on his skateboard <laughs> and does an ollie. That's how I remember it. There's so many memes with him. And I do remember the ollie. Now you mention it. I didn't enjoy it. It was a shit movie. Uh, I'd give it a five. It's very, I mean, it was. Like, I, I give it. A f- if if I look at it, if I think about it, and I take away all of the hype, and I take <laughs> away all of the fucking build up and stuff, and just think about it, is it a good movie that I enjoy watching? Would I want to watch it right now? No. It's like oh, I no. survive. It's whatever. Yeah. Do I care that much? No. I did, I I'm giving it a two. <laughs> I just did not enjoy it. I was very disappointed. Everything glued together to make a disappointing movie. <laughs> Like, they did so much build-up, and you watch, like, uh, I mean, if you watched it end-to-end, there's so many hours wasted. I mean, enjoyed. Um, <laughs> and then you get to this, and you watch it, and you're like, oh. <laughs> actually, that was, That's what brings it down for I think me. It, actually, I'm going to put it up to a six, because I think it had some good moments. I think it had some, <laughs> I think it, it was, you know, it was dramatic, and it had, you know, it was a bit... Yeah, I think, and then also, it was just half a movie, so... <laughs> Does that mean you're going to add together your score from this one and then go? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm down with that. To be fair, yeah, they get to the end and you're like, oh. to be, just end. Like to be fair, like I actually went into <laughs> yeah. this without any spoilers and stuff, and then when it it was getting it had been going on for a while and it was getting near the end, and I was like, they're going to run out of time here. I don't know what's going to happen. And then I, and then it, it ended. And it was <laughs> and like, they just end it. So they just like, oh, roll credits. I was like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> we run out of money. Roll credits. Uh, okay. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. There was no wasps in this movie, I don't really get why they call it. The Wasp is basically Ant-Man and Ant-Girl. Wasn't the woman... <laughs> she's not, she's her, her... the Wasp. She is the Wasp. She was the Wasp. She doesn't look like a Wasp. <laughs> I can't not, remember well enough. Not yellow and black and stripy. I, can't I think they only did that because of um, Bumblebee from DC, who's <laughs> who I really loved. I thought Bumblebee in DC was very funny. But mm. it, this... Uh, <laughs> basically... Uh, the last movie uh, happened, uh, and uh, so did the Civil War movie. Um, Ant Man, he's at home with a tag on his foot, so he can't leave his house. But he still ends up leaving because he gets an ant to wear it instead. A literal Ant Man to wear it, and uh. I thought it was quite clever how they kept shrinking. They got a, a lab because they want to go save. Um, I can't remember what the the old woman was called, who is in the parallel in the in the micro universe. Oh, I remember this now. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, so they want to go save her, um, and then also there's a woman who I can't remember. She's essentially a ghost, and I don't know if they called her the ghost or if that was because um, Spider Gwen is ghost as well. So I don't know whether. They also called her ghost, but she uh, somehow has all of her particles in her body keep like shifting and stuff, and she can't like uh, get back into like uh, normal normality. Like she can't sink. Uh, they, they don't really explain it, but somehow she can't sink all of her atoms in her body together. So 
she can like keep uh jumping between atoms and so when you attack her she can just like you can't hit her sort of thing um and she has like a special suit um yeah uh but again like the first ant-man there was a lot of good jokes um they do get to the micro universe and they do get that woman out and she's fine <laughs> um and they save the day, and Ant-Man also does his thing where he becomes like super massive, big, strong uh, in in the water. And he's in the water, and he's like, Ant-Man, go to sleep now! <laughs> so there's some really good jokes in that movie. But yeah, it just, saw, it just felt like an average Marvel movie. It didn't feel special. There wasn't any... The only thing that was special about it was that it was after Infinity War, so half the people are still missing. Um, yeah. But, I don't know, average, I'd say, like, for me, an average so far is one, but <laughs> I'd give it a four. Maybe just slightly. I like the cast, above. and I like the reverse and bobs. I'd probably go... I like them normally, but I can't remember it properly, to mm. definitely say, but I, I think I enjoyed it, but not as much as maybe some of the other Ant-Man ones. Yeah. Like, maybe a seven. Yeah, I'll give, like, give it a seven. That sounds about right. Okay. It does, see, it does sound right. My fours are definitely your sevens. So. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Marvel. Yeah, we actually did discuss this one already in the very first movie. Do we need to do it again? Um, I, I still haven't I can seen go it. over it super quickly. But... <laughs> oh, have you not? So I don't have anything to put, so you guys... They you only... Guys just... We said... Tim, I actually heard this before today, uh, just because I happened to randomly be listening to our podcast. I normally listen back to see the quality of it. Sure. And, and audio quality, not. Oh yeah, no, the content was shit. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't think we need to do too much with this. Matt didn't see it, and at the end he was like, "Well, I'm an optimist, so I'm going to give it 10. Uh, Tim said that he didn't particularly like this one and gave it like a four. Uh, and or, or you, might, I think you said a five because she. Uh, I said I gave it like I. I quite enjoyed it. Because the movie wasn't that bad. But basically, as Tim perfectly described, they shoehorn in Captain Marvel because she's about to play a most critical role in saving the entire franchise. Um, and uh, they couldn't explain how she got there. My beef was that in 1995 when she showed up and she becomes like Super Saiyan, Super Mega Strong and doesn't save the Earth at all. Uh, I, I still think that's a bullshit excuse that she was floundering around the rest of the universe, saving the rest of the universe. I want you to like it more. Like I, lo- I, I want. If I was going to pick <clears throat> ones to put money into, I want to put it into these and like Black Panther and more Thor. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. I guess like a six. I want to give it like an eight, but I kind of can't. Yeah, so we won't go over it again. But yeah, it, we were all uh, underwhelmed, I think. And now that I've gone through it in this order, I'm actually more underwhelmed <laughs> thinking about it. I definitely agree more with Tim that it is a shoehorn. Because when I first watched it, it was the second or third movie I watched. So, yeah. Uh, so, Endgame. after that, Endgame. Shit movie. A one. <laughs> after after they've clicked their finger, it's been... Has it been ten years? I can't remember exactly. Um, but it's been X number of years, and the world has moved on. But everyone's sad that like half the world is missing. 
Uh, Ant-Man himself at the beginning of this movie, he was fucking around in the uh, nanoverse, which is integral to this movie. <laughs> um, because time doesn't move in the micro nano universe, whatever it's called, like it does in the real universe. And he has a crazy idea and he shows up with to to Tony Stark and the rest of the gang, <laughs> the old gang. <laughs> um, who the, the only bits that really make me like this film other than it just being like a, an end to so much stuff and it almost feeling a bit like a relief. Is, <laughs> is, Definitely relief is the key word. It's got my, it's got my girl in it, so that's a oh, yeah. plus 50. Uh, she also is very important in this movie. Until this movie, you don't realise actually how important she really is. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah, I like that, because it's very much like, you've seen her like, fuck up a few things. And then we get into this where everyone's on the equal footing and kind of being like, show us what we got. And then they piss her off and she's just like <laughs> fucking decimates half the thing. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it felt a little bit back and forth. I was just disappointed. It just felt so flat. They fuck around with time travel pretty badly, in my opinion. <laughs> they... Is this the one where Thor gets his new axe hammer thing? Because I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, um,. Uh, fat and hair, the main things for me. Uh, Thor is yeah, fat in this movie. Uh, <laughs> time has progressed. We're at New Asgard, and they show up, and they're like, Thor's like just playing video games with uh, the Rock guy, and I can't remember who else was with him. Someone else. There's three people, and they're all playing video games and drinking beer, and uh, they're like, Thor, we need you, and he's like, Yeah, no. <laughs> um, and he uh goes and makes the axe hammer thing with a dwarf. But the dwarf in real life is, um, I don't know what you call them now, small person. I don't know what the PC term is for. But he's actually a massive humongous person. <laughs> There's a lot of weird meta stuff going on with that character. Um, so, yeah, him and Rocket go and make the, the hammer thing. Um, I like that you're I you're like you're basically saying that your favourite slash only part of the movie you liked is the bit that is basically just Thor Ragnarok again. Like, mm. everything. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, the best bit yeah. of this film is uh, every, the bit that is not like Everyone movie. time travels in this movie to go and get all the Infinity Stones from the past, and I was sat there like, this is going to fuck with the timeline thing, and that's going to be quite bad. Maybe they're going to introduce the multiverse from Spider-Man, and I was like, oh, that would be pretty sweet, because then we can get multiverse Spider-Man in. They don't. They say that they'll go back in time, get the stones, go to the present, make a glove, which apparently was impossible to make that glove, but they just go and use some Iron Man technology and make a glove. <laughs> I feel like any glove would have done. Oven yeah. glove? <laughs> I don't think this is kind of like quite like the end of Game of Thrones kind of disappointment and things mm. being a bit fucked up. Nowhere yeah. near that no. for me, but... I, yeah, I didn't feel it. I felt like they finished it off, and I was like, right, it's done with. But yeah, exactly as you put it, Matt. It's all the, the Ragnarok bits. That's what I like. I like no, it's yeah. good. That you're like, I really like this film. When I came out of it, I was so relieved. I'd never, I don't have to watch any more Marvel films. <laughs> yeah. Well, how many are you in at that point? Wait, what, oh, 20, 20 something? And... It's 24 in total. 25 or something. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, So... uh. Bruce goes back in time to get the time stone from the woman. He explains to her, no, we're going to do that and then come back. 
And she's like, well, it's really strange that you know all this stuff, so I'm just going to let you have it. I know that I die and can't see the future any further, so I'm just going to believe you. It's pretty much her, yeah, I'll give you this uh, crazy, impossible, powerful, strong stone. Um, and then um, <clears throat> uh, some of the others go and get these Loki staff, but then they fuck up with like this sort of mission, uh, Ocean's Eleven style, trying to get the stone thing. <laughs> so then they time travel again and go get it. Uh, there's a stone where you have to sacrifice somebody for, and that's when you re-meet the Red Devil from the very, very, very first movie with Captain America in it. <laughs> he was the bad guy in that, and he shows up here and he's oh, like... Really? I don't even remember. Yeah, I know. I Because I'd watched them so fast, I wouldn't have remembered either, <laughs> yeah. but the Red Devil guy's here and he's like, yeah, no, you have to kill somebody in order to get this, um, this particular Infinity Stone. It's like, for some, um, for some reason... That probably does have a reason, but I don't know what it is. It's not really explained very well in the films. No. He, yes. the fact that he died in in Captain America somehow, he now looks after this stone. He's like the keeper of yeah. the soul stone. He is, yeah. He's like a immortal guy who basically stands there, and anyone who shows up, he tells them. And it was the Hawk, uh, Hawkeye and um, Black Widow. They show up, and uh, important is that Black Widow. Kill, eventually kills herself, even though it's a very funny sort of weird fight where they're like trying to kill themselves, but the other one's trying to save them. It's really confusing because like he has like a whole <clears throat> family and loads of stuff to live for, and she doesn't. So it seems weird that they're both equally like, no, your life is just as important as mine. It's like <laughs> no, because they're like best buds. I mean, yeah, but you would think that they would like they would they would be like, look, it's like we're if, trying to, if... they'd be like, look, we're trying to save the world. Let's talk about this. Let's work it out. Okay. You, you you want to kill yourself to do this, and I feel and, like in the blank do, no string version, <laughs> in the blank string version of this, the three of us would be on the edge of the cliff, and me and Matt would be like, oh, "Well, we've got a family and stuff," and Tim would be like, "All right, I'm gonna do it. I I'm gonna do it." <laughs> He's standing around the last second, like, "Yep, no, go on then." <laughs> Yeah, to be clear, I definitely wouldn't do that. <laughs> no, but, like the the rationale was like, as Matt said, uh, it was just sort of flawed. Um, but because uh, <laughs> you have to really love the person or whatever as well, it's not just like that person. It's not just a sacrifice. Matt still owes me for that phone I gave. Let's <laughs> <laughs> push him off. That seems fair. That seems fair. It's fine. Um, uh, how do they get the other stones? It's quite important uh, to the movie because otherwise it'd be a really flat, boring movie, which it kind of was. But <laughs> uh, one of the other important parts, which ties together a lot of stuff, except for uh, an annoying part, which I want to get into, the blue assassin girl, she time travels back to where Star-Lord because at the beginning of the very first Gal- Galleons of the Galaxy movie, it turns out Star-Lord was trying to steal the one of the Infinity Stones, right? Mm. So she shows up there to go get the stone, but when she gets there, because she's already there on that timeline, her, she syncs up her data, and that's when Thanos learns about that basically he can't win, no matter what he does. Like, he understands that. That's why at the end of the, the Infinity War, it, or the beginning of this one, he's uh, in his little bunker, and he's like, oh, I just know... I just know this is gonna. There's nothing I can do about this sort of thing. Like he see, he's he's been told about the what's going to happen, um. So he knows he has to die, uh, in the past in order to, because he has to in the past go to the future to die, <laughs> properly. Oh God! It's a very messed up thing. <clears throat> so what score are you going to give it? I didn't enjoy it too. 
<laughs> <laughs> there was, was, was a lot of talking, um, a lot of nonsense. At the very end, they're meant to go, they do return the stones, but Thanos really should have gone back in time because he already died. He can't die twice, otherwise the timeline doesn't make sense. <laughs> so they have a massive battle and a massive war, and then they kill Thanos. But he already died. We watched him die. We watched Thor go and kill him. <laughs> In a very funny sort of thing, where he's in like a little bunker by himself, and Thor's there, like, "Ha ha! Take this! <laughs> I should have done this the first time." <laughs> yeah, that was a little bit shadow, wasn't it? Mm. And they were like, "I oh, will glaze over that." <laughs> I'm going seven. Is that what you get? What, you, Is that what we gave oh, the first seven. one? A seven. <clears throat> no, I think I gave the first one maybe a three, but this one I just was was like even more disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would. I think either seven or eight. Whatever I gave the first one, I think I'd give the same to this. It was. It was. It was all the same things. It was fine. <laughs> it was. It really was the same movie of half the amount of characters and um, Hulk being now Hulk person, not just. That Hulk. was the best bit. <laughs> I think one of the best bits was <laughs> yeah. Hulk in this film. Let's do the last Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man: Far From Home. So after that, uh, everyone's back, uh, but they are exactly as they were when they all got vaporized and they now call it the blip um yeah but again the the adult this stuff in don't they and it's that like post-apocalyptic thing and how society is dealing with it so it's already got a good fucking baseline before you even put any goddamn story on. i i enjoyed this one i thought it was actually surprisingly good given that it was a sequel no i was sort of watching it thinking normally the sequels are not really enjoyed i've always enjoyed the first origin sort of thing but actually yeah. I think maybe you're right, Tim. The relief that there wasn't this Thanos thing hanging over everybody. And there was quite a lot of funny jokes about how, like, uh, uh, this kid who uh, did the blip came back and uh, now his, like, uh, brother or whatever has, like, gone to university and had a full life and now this guy's back and he used to be the older brother. <laughs> like, things like that. And it's kind of like, you know, that's quite a funny, weird way of looking at it. <laughs> um, the I forgot what the actual bad guy's called. Uh, basically in this movie, that because Tony Stark is dead and Tony Stark has given Spider-Man everything, um, mm. and uh, including his very special glasses, which no one knew did a th real thing until now. When you're like, oh, these glasses are like insanely powerful glasses. <laughs> I thought they would. I thought he just used them to talk to AI. I didn't think he did anything special with them. Um, <coughs> and then uh, so he gives that to the bad guy. Uh, who tricked him and turned out that he did this funny technology that basically does like VR in the world. Basically, they, they uh, did a bait and switch a bit like they did with Iron Man 3, yeah. but in this case, it didn't annoy me anywhere near as much. Well, the thing that annoyed me <laughs> about this was that um, he, at some point in the movie, said, explains that there's a multiverse, and Spider-Man's like, oh my god, yes, I knew there must have been a multiverse sort of thing. He explains the whole theory from Spider-Man, and I'm there like, fuck yes, I'm going to enjoy tons of Spider-Man movies now, ah. and it's going to be totally fine because of the multiverse. And then he goes and go at the end, he's like, I just fed him some weird bullshit about multiverse. I was like, oh no! <laughs> Does that mean so I'm that, not going to get... So you... You basically had the same reaction I did, where you were like, ah, oh, that's a really cool idea. And then they were, they instead they replaced that with a much more boring idea. <laughs> yeah, where, where basically it was just a ruse. Uh, it had nothing to do like, with a multiverse. Now you've explained it like that, I am more annoyed instantly. <laughs> yeah, I was I was very excited because I had seen Into the Spider-Verse, which I really enjoyed that movie. Mm. 
Yeah, I really loved uh, Spider Gwen and Miles uh, Moranis and all the other spiders. I they were give, really good fun. I would give Into the Spider Verse a ten. Yeah, well, along with that <laughs> it was very good. Yeah, Spider Pig makes it a fifteen <laughs> on his own. <laughs> so yeah, I was disappointed that they basically made a joke which meant the multiverse is not going to happen. It can't be part of the central universe now that they made yeah. that joke. Also, it bugged me, but it felt a little bit like out of date, I guess, this one. You know, the kind of, like you say, the bait and switch stuff. Mm. It did feel of that Iron Man era. Yeah, and they're on they're on Tower Bridge, Man, and think... Matt's character gets out of the bus on Tower Bridge and looks out and goes like, oh shit. <laughs> just like me. That's good. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> just like you would also, in real life. <laughs> they also, they ended this film... Uh, with like a big cliffhanger kind of thing, where they're like they exposed, they've exposed Spider-Man. Everyone knows who he is now, kind of thing. But oh yeah, that was a kind of annoying. I don't even know if I don't even know if Marvel has the rights to make any more Spider-Man films because of the weird thing that they have with Sony. So like that might never get addressed. (laughs) Oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah, the that's important part of the end of this movie because uh, Spider-Man. It turns out the bad guy didn't die, and he shows up in a video and is like, Spider-Man's a bad guy and tried to kill everybody! Ah! Sort of thing. But no one knew that he was a bad guy, because Spider-Man took way too long to explain this to anybody, because it was a long movie. And he had to say, like, oh, you need to watch the other 25 movies to understand why the... <laughs> and so there was too much, he couldn't explain it all. Um, <laughs> plus he's only 14 or something, so... <laughs> uh, he doesn't take over Tony Stark's Enterprise. That's the other. That's the other important thing. I don't remember not liking this. I thought it was pretty good, but I think at the end, I was disappointed that there's not going to be a multiverse. And as Matt said, there's like this weird cliffhanger where they make Spider-Man out to be the bad guy for no real reason. It was good, but <clears throat> missed a lot of potential. But maybe they were just trying to sell things down rather than blow things up. I think I give One it, thing I, that I, I give it like, did like, a, I give it like a seven. Uh, I'd probably give it a six. I yeah, it wasn't. It was just, it just, yeah, it was good, but it, it wasn't as good as the first one, and yeah. Um, but if you watch Iron Man, the first one, and then watch this, it's actually very impressive how far CGI and all that technology has come along, and all the new ideas they've gotten how to make movies, and at some point when they realized comedy is actually a very good thing in these movies. Somebody should tell There's that. There's like a load of stuff. Someone should tell that to DC. Yeah. <laughs> no, they should make DC darker. That's what it stands for, right? That content. <laughs> so have we have successfully done them all? Yes, did oh it. God. Well done, guys. All right. Now on to phase just, four. Yeah, just, just like, <laughs> just like with watching the Marvel films and getting to the end of them, I'm so relieved I never have to talk to you again. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, phase four is going to be uh, a lot of like seasons on Disney Plus. They're not going to do okay. as many movies or something. That's weird. They've realised that they make a lot of money off of seasons of stuff. Really? Um, so, I, right. okay. uh, there's a couple of things which people were expecting to be movies, apparently, but are going to be um, not. Cool. So I, 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 I quite like that idea. I didn't really enjoy sitting down for three hours to watch something that I could have watched ten episodes of. So it would have been ten hours versus three hours, but at least I could have ingested it slowly. <laughs> yeah. I quite like sitting down and watching a thing that's like maybe an hour long at most one day, like one a day or whatever, not like binging and, uh, yeah, it was 
So I I would quite like it if they did series and not like the if the Mandalorian was a movie, it wouldn't have been very good. Yeah, it's just things like that. Yeah, I think that's pretty like cool. if Rogue One had been a series, that would have been pretty cool. Or Han Solo, mm-hmm. that would have been a series where you get to really enjoy all the back all the beat. The good thing about a series, you get to enjoy the extra bits because they can just do a whole episode on the side character. Well, the clone trooper <clears throat> stuff that's meant to do really, really well, right? I've not watched. I watched some of them ages ago, but the Star Wars clone trooper stuff, Clone Wars, is it Clone Wars? I can't remember. Mm. They've made like a new season of it, haven't they? And Have they? Oh, right, yes. They're meant to be really, really, really good. I don't know. I never watched any of them, but I did hear people get really excited about it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we're over an hour. We should probably wrap this. Yeah. Did it? Well done. Um, I'd give this episode probably a three out of ten. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the first one was a better one. Um, sequels, are never, <laughs> sequels is never as good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the disappointing, well, the disappointing ending of the phase three of the phase three. <laughs> um, if you have been listening, and did enjoy it all the way through to the end. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> That's all you get. <laughs> Uh, pat, pat yourself on the back um, and uh, get ready for nowhere, more of this. Nowhere else. And so that. Don't pat yourself anywhere else. That's not encouraged. Uh, I don't know if. Wherever you want. I don't know if people have done this, but if you actually listen to every, the ending of every single episode we've ever done, there's a secret extra bit that tells you a bit about the next episode. If you look at the secret ending of all of our episodes <laughs> and spell together the message, it just says, fuck you. <laughs> That's where the gold is buried. <laughs> right, uh, I think that's it. Thanks for listening. Bye.